I'm ready to go. You guys tell me when you're ready. Wait, you didn't record then... me saying that I'm the power bottom? No. <laughs> I thought you've been recording this entire time. No. I can't believe it. I feel I feel gypped and lied to. And Well, since uh, we're recording now, this is Soft Boys Anonymous. I'm your host, Cody Cannon, your resident soft boy. Uh, this is the show where a bunch of uh, dumbass schmucks in their 20s talk <laughs> about movies and life and whatever the hell else they feel like talking about. Uh, Jose is here with me as always. Howdy, Cody. And that other voice you've been hearing is the illustrious Knox Gray, who's a combination of I'm the actually, garbage man or the I'm trash man. Boy. I was going to say you're a combination of the trash man and uh, yeah, that snob you avoid sometimes in your film class. Oh, damn. It switches. Yeah, I, I'm actually, uh, unlike you guys, I'm a hard boy and I am rock hard right now. How about you? Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. All right. We were going to make you a soft boy like we did our... Our first guest, Catherine, and we forgot to make Rob Earth one a soft boy. He is one, by the way. Uh, but yes. uh, hey, if you want to be a hard boy, wouldn't you, that you go, go contrary to your? Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, I'm I'm a hard boy, but okay. um, I'm like a hard boiled egg in that sense, you know. Uh, I I rot really quickly. Smell um, horrible, and boy. I'm given to people. I'm get, I'm given to people in very trying times. Like the holidays, which is what we're talking about. <laughs> so Yeah, the holidays. Gosh. This is my second year in a row having to work like both Christmas Day and Eve. What do you do for work? What do you do for work? Well, last year I worked at Barnes Noble. This year I work at a movie theater. Um Oh, sweet. So, I'm a yeah, you think it would be sweet because I get free it, movies and stuff like that? Sound once I get off work, right I just don't want to come back. Uh-huh. Uh, do you know when Star Wars come out? What? Knox oh, first. I was going to oh, was... say that, uh, Knox, do you work at the Alamo Draft House? Knowing you, you'd be working there. No, there isn't one. No, I'm at. actually at... Um, I, I'm still in Wilmington. I'm, I'm at the Regal Mayfair. And... Uh, it is uh, fresh hell, and Star Wars is coming out this Thursday, and uh, there's showings that start at twelve. So if you're working the closing shift, you're not getting out of there till four a.m. Oh no, because they require you to have an hour of cleaning, or at least an hour and a half after the last movie. Do you get overtime for that? No. Uh, you don't get overtime unless you go over your uh, allotted hours per week, and mine is thirty nine. But do you? But I'm, I'm about to move, so yeah. Oh, you're about to move. Oh, okay. No, okay. it's awful. Yeah, I, I actually have a theory that um, anybody over the age of fifty is an awful customer. 
How so? Most of the time, that's true. They'll they'll make unreasonable demands. Be very unpatient. Um, they they don't trust you because they think the world's out to get them, <laughs> but the world doesn't care about them, and they don't know that. Uh, have you had any worst experience so far? Is there like one moment that you worked? There oh yeah, like, so. Ugh. I was working concessions and there was like this kid. It was, it was a frozen two opening weekend. There's this 13 year old kid with his family and his mom is like ordering a bunch of drinks for everybody and stuff. And the kid is like doing fucking Tai Chi in the corner. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like watching him out of the corner of my eye. And then he like walks up to the counter, still doing Tai Chi. And then he fucking Tai Chi punches a medium-sized drink into off of the counter towards me. I dodge. It hits like the counter behind me and spills all over the floor. And the mom then acted like it was my fault that her stupid kid fucking karate chopped a drink. Damn. And I was like, why are you letting your kid doing to do? Why does this kid do karate in public? First off. I, I need I, that. That's been plaguing my mind. He was probably watching a lot of anime. I, I was about to say he watches too much Naruto. <laughs> he wasn't doing jutsu. It was like legit <laughs> tai chi. Like it was. Uh, that makes it all like if he was doing jutsus, I'd be like, oh, this kid just spends way too much time on the internet. But no, he's like doing legit tai chi. We've talked I about it so, on this show. Tai chi's a non. Yeah. Tai Chi is a non-violent martial art. Why did they like? Why did he punch? <laughs> you know, I don't know. But Jose and I have talked about this before, where we, where we've seen those kids at like our elementary or our middle schools just doing jutsus in the corner, or the Naruto run. Yeah, I haven't seen the Naruto run in public. Now, really? actually, the, the the Naruto run is actually scientifically proven to be uh, faster. Uh, the only uh, thing is, is it also makes you a target. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> think about if th- this is not, not only are you a target socially, but imagine you're a ninja, and you're, you're wanting to move space to space stealthily. Flinging your arms behind you just makes you so much bigger and easier to spot. Right. Yep. It's it 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 would be like walking out in the middle of a uh like a it would be like walking out into a shooting range wearing bright orange like it would be like antlers. running up to Area Fifty One. Yes, uh, I'm I'm both happy that people went there, but also sad that nothing came of it. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I wish never, someone would have gotten something, or or maybe someone did, and we just don't know. Well, I heard that um, that uh, as soon as like they gathered everyone there at Area 51, the government had no choice but to confirm that UFOs are actually in Area 51 is legit. So, I mean, I mean, it's bound to happen. Uh, where did you hear that from? Because that that isn't an actual thing. Uh, you do know that did not happen. <laughs> I know, I know, but uh, I just heard it from the Daily Show and Comedy Central. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's not news. Well, the sad part is that is more dependable than your local news. Right. R.I.P. local news. And Cody just well, killed it. <laughs> maybe maybe local news a little bit, but like national news, no. Yeah, national news is a wasteland of false reporting, editorials as reporting, and um, blonde women. Uh, did you guys see that movie Bombshell coming out? I yeah, I was disappointed that it wasn't about Hedy Lamar because there was that documentary. I, was dis- I, I don't know why. I get why that movie's being made. I just have no interest to see it. Yeah. Really? If, yeah, I'm not really caring about if like, I wanted to watch Oscar movies this year. Yeah, the only ones I really care like like I'm not going to go over the ones I care about. The reason I don't like Bombshell is that the characters seem profoundly uninteresting to me, other than the fact that they're very attractive. True. And I know, and the movie is going to say, "Oh, they're more than that." But the very fact that they're like advertising it like that is just adding to the problem. Yeah, I've well, been seeing commercials where also, it's just like, hey, the, the, beautiful Also, women. it's giving a platform, and it's also giving a platform for the people that the movie's pretending to portray, which are genuinely awful people. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm... Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to listen to Kelly Ann Conway or um, what's her name? Nicole Kidman. She's on Fox and Friends. No. She's literally what? Tommy uh, Lauren. Tommy Lauren. <laughs> is she even on there anymore? I don't know. Tommy Lauren is Margot Margot Robbie's character. I think no. no. I don't want <laughs> no to listen way. to them. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that. That would be like making a movie about Ben Shapiro. Uh, don't give them any ideas. Don't give them any ideas. They would probably that. cast Will Poulter. I'll, the only way that I'd want to watch a movie about Ben Shapiro is if it was like a comedy central, but no holds barred roast of Jim uh, Shapiro. Yeah, that's the only way I'd want to watch it. You know, if they made a movie like, about like, Ben Shapiro, they would probably cast Will Poulter because the eyebrows. <laughs> He does have the eyebrows. Yep. Yeah. Yep. God, I, I, I hope that doesn't happen to Will Poulter. I actually like him. Yeah, he actually is a good actor. I think the only Oscar movie that I'm really excited for is Uncut Gems. Uh, oh, I can't wait to see that. I love I, that. So that It has the Sandman in it, and um, I've have Jewish friends up in New York that say it was more religious of an experience for them than reading the Torah, and so I'm I'm excited. Uh, By the way, Knox, I want to actually thank you for uh, introducing me to the uh, Safi Brothers, uh, um, Good Times, the film. At at first, I oh yeah, yeah, and uh, I watched it uh, last month, and wow, it was. It was quite an experience. Good Time is a really stressful movie, and it yeah. proves why Robert Pattinson's a great actor. I'm actually really excited for Robert Pattinson's Batman. Yeah, yeah. Because the like, things yeah. he says makes me laugh a lot, and I think it is a fun way to take it. He's like, He was like, Batman isn't a superhero. He's just a billionaire with a bunch of gadgets. And I'm like, I'm interested to see what a movie about that perspective looks like. Is Bruce uh, Wayne you... just like roasting himself for two hours? 
Bruce Wayne in the mirror being like, you ain't shit. <laughs> you paid for those abs. You didn't work for them. <laughs> Looking at you, Kumal Nanjiani. Damn. Nanjiani. Nanjiani. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's better that you had Robert Pattinson mess up his name. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm too rich to remember any of your names. Yeah. Uh, he, he got buff. That's impressive. Yeah, That's what I think little... Marvel really is. It's it, Marvel is really just a workout plan for celebrities. Yeah, unless you're David Harper. Yes. It's a private gym membership uh, uh, with Jim Harper, uh, who's in the new black widow movie they were like now we need you to be a fat fuck <laughs> he's just like all right i can do it i appreciate that though i appreciated him being like uh the first plus size uh hero in the mcu at least we're making progress. and and he's a soviet you know and yeah. uh I, i'm telling you what after two years of work in retail uh marx was right <laughs> <laughs> oh god he just was Two years of work in retail. Uh, I can tell you, our country is screwed. <laughs> um, have you guys uh, seen uh, Parasite? No, I yeah, that's been able actually to. my favorite movie of the year. Uh, I, I, really I saw it. Too. It's so good. Dude. I saw it in Charlotte. Uh, I took my little brother to see it, and both of us silently sat in the car ride home, unable to speak because there was nothing to say. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. I took my dad to I took my dad to go see it at the Alamo, and uh, and uh, he has never seen a Bong Joon Ho film before. So uh, so at first oh, now had, now you gotta now you gotta show memories of murder. You gotta track that down. Yep. Is that the one that or, you showed um, me? I I either showed you memories of murder or the host, and I don't remember which one I showed you. You, yeah, you showed me something. Uh, I can't remember, but uh, it was uh, the guy. Was there a monster in it or a serial killer? Serial killer. Memories of a murder. But uh, we've are uh, yeah, I've already seen uh, the host. But um, no, nah, this is his first time seeing uh, a Bong Joon Ho film, and uh, I've been trying to get him into A two four movies like Ex Machina and uh, The Lighthouse. Dude, just show him good time. Good time and uncut gems. Show them those. If there's any movies that will wow a dad, it's those. (laughs) Uh, Oh, uh, gosh. uh, Let me ask you guys something. You you guys are not really... Well, I don't know about you, Cody, but are you guys into uh, Oscar... The Oscars or the Golden Globe Awards? Uh, A little little bit. I'm getting... Past few years, I've been kind of out on the Golden Globes. Because they're they're a joke. I've I've lost they're, interest and... in the go- yeah the Golden Globes are a joke, um and it and it's sad that they are like the peak beside the Emmys of like television, like, like re- awards. Yeah. It, it 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 makes me sad that the Golden Globes are bigger than the Emmys, but they have the Golden Globes have no integrity, uh, and the Oscars are losing their integrity. Yeah. Very quickly. Uh, yeah. Them having Green Book win Best Picture did not help them at all. God, I hated that movie. I, what? I, 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 I didn't liter- hate I it. Saw... It just definitely wasn't 
anywhere close to even being in the conversation for best picture. Well, at least Bohemian Rhapsody great. didn't win best picture. Yeah, but it won best edited. Yeah, I also what the hated fuck? that one too. That was the worst edited film I've seen in a very long time. Um, no, I saw my my viewing experience of Green Book is a lot of my family's from Mississippi, and over the holiday we all saw it together. Oh no! And I oh. I quickly realized just how racist both the movie and my family are. Oh no! <laughs> oh. Uh, the the movie is racist because it's like the white liberal trying to pander to civil rights things without actually understanding their own culpability in the problem and the fact that this movie is being made as part of the problem. And then my family being racist is saying them saying, Oh, black people don't eat like that. And I'm just like, what? What? <laughs> oh, damn. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know about you guys, but uh, honestly, the only award I care about is uh, Oscars for Best Actor, and Joaquin Phoenix should take the should take the award for Joker. Uh, can I can I be bluntly honest? I hated yeah. Joker. Oh, okay. Ooh. Ooh, let's hear. I that. hated I that hate film her. because when I saw it, I saw it in theaters. And the entire time I was like, oh, holy shit, this is just beat for beat King of Comedy by Martin Scorsese. Oh, the entire plot is the King of Comedy. Yeah. And then it has nothing. And the whole movie pretends like it has something very important, profound to say. And then it says nothing. (laughs) I, I, I would say there's the scene where he's on the late night show is is the one scene I don't really like. Yeah, because I that the one the is very much really kind of doesn't say anything, and he like acts like he's saying mm-hmm. something super profound. Like if you just didn't have this speech at all, it would have been fine. This scene would have been fine. Right. It reminded me of that moment in Birdman when there's this crazy homeless dude yelling towards a ceiling, and he's yelling about yelling to signify nothing. Yeah, that's what Joker is. It's a Aww. bunch of hoopla for nothing. Damn. Damn. Don't get me wrong. Joaquin Phoenix is great in it, but I've seen better Joaquin Phoenix performances a year earlier in a movie called You Were Never Really Here. Yes, that one's a great one. The Master is the Master. also really great. If Joaquin Phoenix deserved an Oscar bait Academy Award, he should have got it with Walk the Line. Yeah. Well, Let's be honest. The Oscars yeah. always seem to give people their Oscars after they should have actually won it. Like Leo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, like Leo, Leo, Leo didn't need did. to win for The Revenant. He should have won for Wolf of Wall Street. The Revenant was a fine film, but he yeah. should have won for, yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. Or um, Shutter Island, low-key. Um, but yeah, the, the Oscars are always like five years too late with giving out awards. The only time they've been on time was Moonlight. That is the only time. Even though are I didn't think that movie should have uh, won either. Uh, are we talking about that moment where uh, the blunder where, uh, what's yeah, where Lala uh, Land won yeah. for like Lala two Lala minutes? Land. Yeah. Because they gave Warren <laughs> that was the, only... the wrong card. That's the only time the Oscars in my memory has been on time. Cause like in 92, they were like, 
hey, do we give the Oscar for Best Picture to Do the Right Thing or Shawshank Redemption or Pulp Fiction or anything like that? And they gave it to Driving Miss Daisy. Nope. (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) But what? Yeah, what? Uh, uh, so yeah, it's uh now now that year I actually thought Arrival should have won Best Picture. Oh, because I really loved that I, movie. I actually agree with you there. Yeah, I agree. yeah, that movie was pretty great. Yeah, we. All I saw this it. really funny tweet. Yeah, I saw this really funny tweet and I loved it, which uh, somebody tweeted out: uh, Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya are really going to ruin Denis Villeneuve's uh, perfect movie <laughs> streak, aren't they? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. And the thing is, they'll probably be decent uh, in that movie too. It's just film Twitter is cancer. Film Twitter, yeah. Film Twitter. Film Twitter has almost ruined Timothy Chalamet for me because, like, yeah, it, I didn't dislike has. him. Yeah, same. But then, here, here's the thing: you guys run a Soft Boys podcast, right? Yeah, right. I don't even think he's peak Soft Boy. He isn't. He isn't. He's just if you, twink. If, if you if if you were to like go through the history of soft boys, Michael Sarah is an infinitely better soft boy than Timothy Chalmay. He is. <laughs> Michael Sarah has so much more personality. He's actually funny. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, I'm trying to think of other better soft boys. There's um Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> no. Jesse Eisenberg. No. no. I Jesse Eisenberg has one good movie under his no. belt. He, he's not much of a memory. soft boy. Yeah. Um. I would say uh, Jaden Smith a bit oh, is a better soft come boy on. than Tim. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> come on. The no, reason no. I'm saying this. Away would it? Wouldn't you like to spend an afternoon with Jaden Smith? No, me. No. <laughs> Just to see what happens. No. Am I the only person with enough chaotic energy to wish that on themselves? I'm like in the middle. Jose's a definite no, and you're a definite <laughs> yes. No. Um, I. Uh, he's better than Timothy Chalamet. Um, that's a hot take. Also, have you that's noticed that? Uh, I think. I think film Twitter is racist when it comes to their pick of soft boys. Kind of. Uh, our friend Tyler has pointed that out. Yeah, Tyler pointed that out to me. I was like, wow, they, they really didn't really, nobody really came for uh, anybody from Moonlight or uh, any uh, that really good TV show that, that came out this year on Netflix that Ava DuVernay did, uh, When They See Us. Yeah. All the boys in that yeah. were soft boys. But yeah. since they were black, the white Twitter girls were like, nope, they're not hot. Yeah, maybe it's because I ignore that side of Twitter a lot that I didn't notice. But he, he's right. I didn't notice either. It's just when Tyler pointed it out, I was just like, nah, he's right. Yep. Racist. Steven Yun's a better soft boy than uh, Timothy yes. Chalamet. Uh, I'll agree yes. with that. Uh, yeah. That's my, that's my hot take. Steven Yun... Apex hot uh, soft boy. <laughs> Almost said hot Apex boy. Hot, he he hot covers boy. that too. Yeah, he, yeah, he covers that yeah. too. He covers that too. <laughs> uh, I saw that movie Burning, and he was just excellent in it. And he was probably the best thing in The Walking Dead until The Walking Dead j- jumped the shark. 
No, I think Eco Aways is a pinnacle soft boy. No, he's not. He has emotional he an depth soft and range. Boy. If you have watched the Raid movies, he does show a lot of range. Would you as an say actor. Jackie Chan, like early Jackie Chan's kind of soft boy? Oh, yeah. Like Jackie He's Chan in Play Story is kind of soft boy. Yeah, for most of his career, I'd consider him a soft boy. Like his whole shick is I don't want no trouble. Yeah. Now, uh, we do have some things we have to get to on this show. Okay. And. Uh, We'll do our main thing in a second, but um, since we haven't done a show in a couple weeks, since we had to miss last week, uh, we missed a bunch of trailers that came out, so we can just like very quickly go over some of them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, no Time to Die. It's the next James Bond film. It's going to be the last one with Daniel Craig. That's going to come out in like it looks like cool. April-ish. Uh, it, it looks, looks alright. It looks better than uh, uh, Spectre. Well, a lot of things look better than Spectre. That that movie wasn't great. I'm I'm excited to see. I Carrie Joji Fukunawa, the director, is a really good director. And then there's that set story about he um, was late to set one day because he was too busy playing Red Dead Redemption Two. And I want to see how that translates. You know. Uh, I think it's going to be better because it's usually like the odd numbers of the James Bond movies that are better. Like the first one was, uh, what was it? Uh, At least with Casino the Craig Royale was great. Uh, yeah, Casino Royale and Skyfall were the good ones, and the other two, not so much. Right. So Yeah. I think Quantum of Solace is a bit better than Spectre, actually. Yeah, even though I couldn't tell you a single thing about Quantum of Solace now. I couldn't either. Yep. But it is uh, better than that boar fest of Spectre, which made me I wasn't happy that the and your boy the, was the actress Dave from Batista. Spectre came back. Yeah, Dave Batista was in Spectre. He was the best part of Spectre. He was severely underutilized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that man. He was He's a better villain than uh what's his name? Rami Malek? Or Christoph uh, Waltz. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> No, I'm actually. I like Christoph Waltz, but uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I'm actually. He's he's an interesting presence. Yeah, like I'm excited to see what he does as a villain. Now I don't know when we're finally gonna get a Bond movie where um, what's his name, Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe are both together as the villains. (laughs) I want that movie, and I also want Shia LaBeouf as a Bond villain. Because that would be amazing. Um, yeah. So, any other trailers? Yes. Uh, uh, let's see here. Cody Wonder, Wonder Woman 1984. This is the sequel to Wonder Woman. Uh, eh, it looks all right. I think it looks. Uh, I think it looks great. DC's on the right track. Now that Snyder is off the picture. Yeah. picture you know? Well, no. The Snyder uh, Cut's going to come out and change everything, you know? Oh. <laughs> I'm actually... Okay, we'll cover the Snyder Cut in a second. Uh, Birds of Prey looks interesting to me, but I also feel like it might run the risk of borrowing too much from Tarantino. Yeah, I think Birds of Prey looks kind of shitty right now. Uh, apparently the director of Birds of Prey actually based this off of Pulp Fiction. It was inspired by Pulp Fiction. It, Fox Force Five is like was its 
secret working title, which is the name of the fake show from Pulp Fiction. Right. Yeah. But uh, the only thing about it is uh, Birds of Prey. It's uh, it's loosely uh, canon with uh, Suicide Squad, and it'll be rated R. So that's the only news about it. Yeah. I don't have any thoughts yet until they put out another trailer, maybe. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Again. Eh, uh, I, think fine. It, I think it looks stupid. Uh, I, I think it looks stupid. I don't bad but um it looks better than the reboot yeah because at yeah, least it's not I, a lazy why, why remake. can't we just be happy why can't we just be happy with og ghostbusters yeah well, which so i guess not, they're th- this movie seems the thing to be with like ghostbusters, ghostbusters for me the force awakens and uh well look this this movie is pretty much about like egon's grandkids and Paul Rudd, and I'm assuming somewhere down the line they meet the original Ghostbusters and they come in. Uh, I mean, like, sure, it's just I've seen this kind of movie in other ways, where it's like somebody's kids or, like, The Force Awakens or it's like the next generation comes in and takes over, and I usually don't really care about those stories very much. Like, it worked fine with, like, Star Wars, but, like, like I don't want to ever see a Young Avengers movie because I don't care about, like, um... Iron Man's brat kid running around. I I don't ever want to see that either. And I, I for me, Ghostbusters doesn't. It feels like such a product of its time. It doesn't feel like it, we should just leave it there. Like like let it exist. I well, feel to like be they fair, could update it. Well, to be fair though, it is Sony, so it's a cash grab, of course. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they could update it in a way. It's just they never... They just want to keep redoing the first movie. You know, and they want to keep, like... That's the one thing I probably don't like about Ghostbusters If they want to make money, they're... do it all over again. If they want to make money, the businessman's first idea is, well, we can't take risks. That's always what it is. But um, I think they could use Ghostbusters I, in a better way. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I, I I have one that a trailer that came out recently that I really like the look of. Okay. Uh, and that's Antlers. Yes, I was gonna say that. It looks amazing. That looks really cool, and it's I I think I know what the monster is, and I don't think I should spoil it. I am watching it because it, I'm a fan of Scott Cooper. I love Scott Cooper and his films. I, I'm I'm liking the setup, like the trailer and all that. Uh, I yeah, the yeah. only Scott Cooper movie I saw was Out of the Furnace. It was pretty good. Oh, uh, you should um, see uh, Hostels. That's a good one. Oh yeah, so I'm excited for that. That one looked pretty cool. Uh, really good horror movie for the early year, like Divot. That yeah. happens when when a new year comes around. Uh, the new Top Gun trailer. I'm that came out. What do you guys think? Eh, eh, I mean, it looks all right. I kind of don't really see the need in a sequel to Top Gun. I think Tom Cruise is just like keeping himself busy. I mean, he's just making sequels to classics of his. It's so, just I mean, this movie looks like the same thing as the first yeah. one, kinda just. 
like 30 years later. I, I don't really more, see more the need for it, really. I mean, like, it looked fine. I guarantee I you, I guarantee you, drones are going to be a big part of the plot. Ooh. I mean, that's like the biggest thing in the change of like air, air, air warfare is that now there's drones. Air Force versus and I wonder uh, if... Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Fuck. Amazon drones. Dude, I fucking love that. Uh, An Amazon like company, not Amazon. (laughs) Clearly, not Amazon goes and uh, does some drone warfare that Tom Cruise and Miles Teller has to fight. Cody sent me a link for the uh, new Pixar film Onward, the new trailer that came out today. Yeah, and yeah. It looks, it looks bad, like Cars two and Cars three bad. Now I wouldn't say Are you it talking looks about Onward? that bad. Yeah, yeah, Onward. Onward. Yeah, that looks pretty bad. Yeah, it doesn't look there, great. I work at the movie theater, and we have like this marquee up for it, and there's a cutout of a character that truly disturbs me and it's like because it hits the uncanny valley you feel what i'm saying right so uh-huh. it's a female character but it's supposed to look like both a lion and a winged beast and a black woman all at the yeah, same time i know who you're yeah. talking and it hits about. all of those really awkwardly and not in a good way like a really bad design way like, I get the idea that they're going for it, but they hit it in the exact wrong way, taking the most stereotypical things of every single one of those uh-huh. and turning it into something that looks really ugly. Yeah, this movie just looks really bland to me. Like, I'd forget it tomorrow. Like, uh, uh, I mean, But the other Pixar movie, uh, Soul, looks interesting. That one doesn't look yeah. that great to me yet either. What? That actually looks really good. I'd rather watch like, that. Eh. Than, uh, I mean, Onward. yeah, I'd rather watch. Uh, I'm on emotion. I'm on out. Jose's side. I think that looks good. For me, that looks pretty good. Uh, uh, I think that's see. it for movies. Though. Well, I had a couple others listed here. I don't know if we ever talked about the Milan trailer. It's just one I oh, forgot Milan. about. Uh, again, looks fine. That's that's my my theme with like all these trailers. It's just they look fine. Well, onward looks so, bad, but like the rest of them, <laughs> like at yeah. least the uh, well uh, for Mulan, at least Jet Li is making a comeback in that movie, kinda. Yeah. yeah, it's nice that he's in there. I like that this isn't a musical. I know everyone else was up in arms, but like oh. I like that it's not a musical and that it's more just oh. like an epic. Are you guys gonna go see the three hundred million dollar budget uh, Broadway turned to live action film uh, Cats? Are you guys- <laughs> I get a free ticket. <laughs> I get a free ticket, so I'm going to go see it because I know it's going to be just a disaster. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't think I'm going to pay money to go the see other that. night. <laughs> the other night they were doing the premiere and the social media intern, uh, how she was posting, it read like she was having like a panic attack. Like I'll see if I can pull it up. It's like ridiculous how she's like posting it's like going for so like it has the cat's twitter it says and here i thought only ghosts could be so beautiful 
is the quote and with the heart emojis and it's just a f- video of taylor swift hugging other actors and then another one was like this is an official corporate twitter account wow anyone else ever want ever wanted to anamorph into a microphone before and it's a microphone being held by idris elba and like <laughs> okay everyone trying to be wendy's now what <laughs> uh so robbie fairchild's in the movie and the tweet says robbie fairchild invented belts this motherfucker doesn't have the belt around his waist he's holding it to his side Wait, a corporate Twitter account used the word motherfucker? No, I that's what I said. Oh, uh, oh okay. there was, there was a, <laughs> okay. You can't see the quote. I was like, you can't man, see my really quotation marks. now. <laughs> I don't think you guys realize that the most important film coming out this summer, not the summer, this Christmas season, is Cats because it is oh. a signal of what everything is wrong in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, it'll be a bigger uh, box office bomb than uh, Justice League. No, mm, it will be know. a bo- I'm telling you, I, I think I've seen so many see boomers pre-buy tickets. Dude, it's going to be a success, and we're going to get more stuff like it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's going to be like a huge, huge hit, but I think people will see it because they're curious. I think it's going to be like Moulin Rouge where critics uh, hated it, but then audiences came to it in spades. I don't like that movie either. Cody, Cody, imagine your children go to college and then they see a cat's audience participate, audience participation screening. Oh, a cat's <laughs> shadow cast. <laughs> shadow cast. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't, isn't that perfect? Uh, in a perfect world, that's what would happen. Like, son, I'm taking you out of that furry ass school. <laughs> I don't trust their type. Oh gosh, the 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 one that disturbs me the most, the part in the trailer that disturbs me the most, is when Taylor Swift does like the shimmy thing, and then you can tell they animated her boobs to be bigger, but also she's a cat, so you can't see him. Yeah. So it just looks like the cat's really fat up top, and it's jiggling around. It's like hitting so many <laughs> levels of the uncanny valley. Yeah, yeah. I didn't pay attention to Taylor Swift. It's in the trailer. But thank you. <laughs> go back and watch it. Uh, it no, I'd rather not. You. I'd rather not go God, back and watch that trailer again. Uh, for me, I I was it like, it will disturb oh. y'all. I, I guess for me, the most disturbing was like really any parts with Rebel Wilson. Of course, because of, of the course. uncanny valley thing, like mixed with her stick, looked very odd, and and James Corden. <laughs> I, I saw Jojo Rabbit, and she was. I like Jojo Rabbit. She was the worst thing about Jojo Rabbit. Ah, I see. Someone yeah, else was joining my Rabbit. hate army of Rebel Wilson. Here's the thing: like, not a fan. Her shtick got old quick. It was old from the beginning because she was just younger Australian Melissa McCarthy. Yes, it's like she doesn't have a shtick. It's just. Doing Melissa McCarthy. 
the Pratt Falls, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Which even that is like doing Kevin James. And at least Melissa McCarthy, she has dramatic range. I saw that movie. um, Can you ever forgive me? And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, yep, she, she can act. And uh, Happy Time Murders. And Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Happy Time Murders. Yeah, I yeah. saw that one. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy freaking killed me in Happy Time Murders and, um, and uh, of course, Bridesmaids. She was uh, probably the best part of Bridesmaids. No, that's, Cody, that's where my dislike of her started with the shtick. <laughs> I think that movie's horrible. Uh, but I think that movie she made, Tammy's horrible. Have you noticed that, like, okay, in like really bad comedy movies the standout performers are like bit players yeah like just like people that have like one line yeah Yeah. Uh like i'll watch an adam sandler movie and then there's just like one extra in the background that has one line and the degree the delivery is funnier than the entire movie yeah i can agree with that uh, a good example, well, a bad example would be uh, the "You Can Do It" guy from Waterboy, because so I actually Adam like Waterboy. I th- yeah, uh-huh. I think Waterboy is one of Adam Sandler's best movies, but like the "You Can Do It" guy is still one of the funniest parts of the movie. Was that a uh, Rob Schneider? Yeah, Rob Schneider. I mean, it, I haven't seen the Rob movie. Schneider's I just, I just best know role. it. What are you talking about? His it's his Rob role Schneider's in Judge Dredd wasn't good enough for you. <laughs> The OG Judge Oof. Dredd. Yeah, I, I only made it like a half hour through Judge Dredd, I'm going to be honest. You know what movie I watched recently that blew my freaking mind? What? Congo. The uh, okay. gorilla movie? It's written by Michael Crichton, the guy who made Jurassic Dredd. Park and all that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, he wrote it in a moment of writer's... Yeah, he wrote Jurassic Park. He wrote it after having writer's block. He put himself in a sensory deprivation chamber to write this book. And the book he gets out is a book about an ape being taught to talk using sign language. And a computer is actually translating the sign language, being sent to Africa. And there's a fucking laser gun somewhere in the Point movie. And Laura Linney has a laser gun. Uh, They get... um, it's it's just wild. It's it's the most wild B movie I've seen in a very long time. You guys there? Yeah, yeah we're yeah, here. Yeah. We're just listening. Yeah. yeah, we're listening. Or you're just in stunts. You're just in stunned silence about the brilliance that is Congo. Yeah, it is the only mm-hmm. movie set in Africa that has the balls to show a hippo attack. <laughs> oh, <God>. Okay. <laughs> okay. Until the inevitable statistically, hungry, hippos hungry kill hippo. more people in. That is inevitable, and the fact that is an inevitable part of the capitalist movie system is depressing. You know what? That's a good idea. Let's make a Hungry Hungry Hippo movie. Yes! There, Who owns the, the rights? Well, there's Hasbro, a fucking Milton Playmobil Bros. movie out the, right the now. Movie. Yeah, I didn't know that movie. Which is the most Playmobil thing ever. I didn't know that movie existed until after it came out and became the third worst wide opening in yes. American history. Uh, and isn't that like Playmobil? It, it fits their brand. They're just bullshit does. Legos 
So they made their own Lego movie and it sucked. Yeah. So, uh, Cody, um, yes. so what are we, what's the main event here? What are we, uh, what are we going to be talking about? Uh, well, the thing here, and, and, uh, this is one of the other holiday themed episode topics we tossed around to do this month. All our episodes this month are at least loosely based around the holidays because we enjoy this time of year. And the one I knew I had to bring in Knox for was horniest Christmas characters. Yeah. And oh, I I have a f- I have a list. So do I. <laughs> now, first, I want to say this one uh, before anyone else says it because I think this one is the obvious one that we should start with. And this is Ted Malton, the neighbor in Jingle All the Way, played by the late Phil Hartman. <gasps> yes. He he's trying to yes, bang like uh, every mom in the, the in the neighborhood. The milf hunter, the yeah. original milf hunter. Uh-huh. Yeah. He is a hero, and I think we should respect <laughs> what? him. What? No. He's he's the way I see his character is like I don't think looking at Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't think he's a particularly good lover. I think he would be a very selfish lover. Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger? or Ted? Or, yeah. Yes, fortunately, the character <laughs> Howard. So I think I think he's he's trying to sexually liberate all these cloistered housewives. So I, I actually watched that movie, and he's the hero for me. You know, see that guy is that's also a me too waiting to happen. Yes, that's I was about to say that. Yeah. Uh, God, R.I.P. Phil Hartman. Uh, he's still one of the funniest guys to ever live. Uh, uh well, I'm now going through a downward spiral. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Um well Jose, you, you mention you uh you mention one next. Uh I was gonna say uh the Grinch. Ah. That's another I, one that I have uh, listed. Jim Carrey's the Grinch specifically, I would say. Ah, Jim Carrey's because he that's why i like that movie it's a surprisingly horny thank movie. you because <laughs> it just that, was that oh. your sexual awakening in christmas oh, no, of 2000 <laughs> as a toddler yeah you just see the grinch and you're like damn he thick no um it's, it's all to do with what's the neighbor's char- character's name what, uh, martha the, may who martha has the, may like who? the light machine gun yeah 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 may. like ridiculous Ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Martha May is like, another like, character like, I have here on the list of horniest Christmas characters. She's a very provocative. She kind of goes hand in hand with the Grinch, you know? Yeah. They're 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 a troublesome twosome. They're a. I'd also say the mayor. The, yeah. Yeah. The, that movie would not work without that. I don't think because the mayor's trying to bang Martha May the whole time. Ends. Uh, Martha May is just kind of like, oh, I, I don't know uh, all this male attention I'm getting. I don't know how that's happening. And Martha May is being smart. She's hoeing out. She's uh-huh. cashing her checks. Yep. But <laughs> yeah. not committing. But not committing. And the Grinch comes down. He he's a man of the he's the soul of the earth. The Grinch is. He literally <laughs> lives. He literally lives in the dump, and he he builds stuff. I mean. What woman does not swoon over a man who builds and a man who doesn't wear pants? And the he also usually never wears pants. Um, never shaves. 
But you know what? I think that adds to his uh, natural masculine um, being. If there ever was a hard boy, it was the Grinch, I believe. <laughs> okay. He's going to join the list of hard boys, a very exclusive list, Knox and the Jim Carrey Grinch. I, I share a lot with the Jim Carrey Grinch. Now, uh, can, uh, I, can I throw out my suggestion? Yes. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I think this one is often forgotten in the annals of Christmas movies, but oh, I would the say annals. Sp- the annals of uh, Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, Spike from Gremlins. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Th- that guy literally like flashes. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> what's what's the actress's name? She's very famous. Uh, Phoebe Cates. Yeah, she flashes. He flashes like Phoebe Cates like five times. <laughs> and when he comes back in the sequel, he- he's even more horny. He's just this horny gremlin. Yeah. He, and you know what? That's why I vibe with him. He's a top. But uh, I would say him, and maybe um, and. Hear me out. I have a solid argument. Uh, I would say the thing from the thing uh, is another really <laughs> her- horny um, Christmas character. And before you say the thing isn't a Christmas movie, it is. How's okay, that? present this to me. How? One. Tight and closed places with people you might not get along with. That speaks Christmas to me. Well, that's just every holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Compulsory party games, Christmas. Three, unexpected surprises, very Christmassy. Four, <laughs> it's too cold to function, Christmas. Five, half the cast wears knitted sweaters. Go back and watch it, they do. Yep. Uh, sure. He's got a point. Six, <laughs> unbearable tension. <laughs> Yep. And uh, seven, um, uh, you don't, it, it's literally the line, I don't trust anybody in this room, and that spells Christmas to me. <laughs> I mean, he's got a point, Cody. <laughs> yeah. Because you so never know thing who's going to. now a Christmas movie that you play alongside Frozen. And, and then uh, I think it would make a good double feature. Holy, I just forgot. Uh, what's his name? Uh, you guys keep on talking. I need to pull up the character's name so I look smart. Okay, so Jose, uh, hit me with another one here. Uh, I was gonna uh say, uh, fuck, what's 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 that? Um, Lucy from uh, Charlie Brown. Yeah, Lucy from the Peanuts. She definitely wants the uh piano player. I don't remember his name. He's like the uh, one guy Linus. I don't know. Not Linus. Linus. Linus, Not Linus is her little brother. Oh. Or brother or whatever, yeah. I mean, yeah, I hope he doesn't want Linus. Uh, Schroeder. Schroeder. Schroeder, yeah. Okay, Schroeder. yeah. She has a thing for Charlie Brown, man. And the Charlie's sister wants Linus. I mean, that's not explored in the Christmas special. I think there's a... It's Christmas time again, Charlie Brown, I think it's called. There's a little bit of that in that special and, like, some other Peanut specials. Uh, but she... If if we count her, she's a horny character. I guess all the girls in Charlie Brown are very horny, and the dudes just don't want it. Because <laughs> Peppermint I, Patty is the same way. I thought Peppermint Patty was a lesbian. No, she she wanted that Chuck man. It's that woodchuck, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I got my I got the name. Okay. 
It's Harry Ellis from Die Hard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He he wanted Mrs. McClain. He wanted Holly that whole time. He wanted it so bad that he chased it to his death. And if that isn't something to respect, I don't know what is. I don't know if that's respect, but he's he's definitely a horny fucker. <laughs> Uh, his his character always cracks me up in that movie because like, what what the fuck did he think was happening? How know. how do you have that much confidence with guns pointed at you? Is my first question. That's that's some big dick energy we will never have. Uh, what about uh, oh uh, Rudolph the red nosed reindeer? No, I wouldn't say Rudolph. I would actually say uh, the Abominable Snowman is the horniest character in that movie. I would have said um, Clarice. From uh, Hannibal? No, no, no. Cl- Clarice is the female reindeer that Rudolph has affections for. Oh. So, like, both of them, I could say, are horny. Uh, I I don't have a horny character for Rudolph, but I have a character that I'm horny for, and okay. that is the woodsman. <laughs> All right. Well, before you explain that, I, I want uh, Jose to explain to me his reasoning for Rudolph as a horny Christmas character. I mean, I mean, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? I mean, every time Rudolph's uh, red uh, red nose lights up, that's a sign for erections. Ah. So Rudolph is the allegory for uh, male erections. And that's why all the other reindeers are against him because they're jealous that they can't get erect like that. Rudolph okay, so... was the OG BDE. Wow. Big Dick Energy. Uh, all <laughs> so, right. All right, so Knox. I'm making an addendum. There's two characters. One is Sam the Snowman because God is he smooth. <laughs> and the other one, okay, first off, before you say anything, this man's name is Yukon Cornelius. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty yeah. sexy name. That's a pretty hot name. Yeah. Next thing, you know he's ripping with muscles. Do you know how hard it is to be out on the sea ice? I just read a giant book called The Terror that they made a TV show out of. And let me tell you what, that's hard. He had to be ripped. <laughs> Second, uh, that beard. <laughs> that beard. He is a bear if I've ever seen one. There's a reason Hermie followed him all that time. <laughs> now, we, we, we've talked about the Grinch before, the Jim Carrey Grinch, and I would like to also say the Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch is super horny. For, but uh, what, for Cindy what, Lou Who, just on the unfortunate one. That, that feels like Benedict Cumberbatch's M.O., though. He, he's always... I've always felt like he should play villains, but he got forced into good guy roles. I mean, he kind of does play villains. Yeah, like Smog. That's it. Smog, uh, Khan. Uh, the Grinch, kind of. I mean, look, it's just the end of the the Grinch 2018. On average, it's very you... uh, pedophilic looking the way they present Cindy Lou Who in the climax of that movie no yes. pun intended uh, is just very it's just wrong I, I felt nasty like I needed an adult <laughs> like I don't I don't want to watch this this kid and and the Grinch kind of get a little connection here no no thank you 
I would say any character in a Shane Black Christmas movie is unbearably horny. Yeah, if you count Iron Man 3, there's Tony Stark right yeah. there. And then yeah. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, uh, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. again. Yeah, uh, Guy Pierce and Iron Man 3. Uh, guys, we're forgetting another big Christmas movie, Bridget Jones from Bridget Jones's Diary. Oh, that's unbearably yeah, horny that for sure. Um, uh, really, this... anyone from Just Friends is like a 2005 rom com with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart, who you would know better from Crank. I have a very serious addition to this: um, the conductor from Polar Express. Yeah. Explain. He is kid he is kidnapping all those children. The movie oh, I, I always view the Polar Express movie as a horror film. He just molests um, for, all those children who just want to see Santa Claus. That cold, calculating, unmoving face. Oh gosh. Ugh. Um, I would also say uh Buddy from Elf. He yeah. Oh, most mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, but, for sure. But he's very confused uh, about Juvie, the Zoe Deschanel character. So he's horny right. and confused. Yep. Uh, the killer from Black Christmas. Uh, and I, I would say Zoe Deschanel is also very horny in that movie. It's like, yeah, yes. you're really weird, but let's get it on. I'm into it. Yeah, let's get it on. I'm into it. The the killer from Black Christmas in a very disturbing way. Um, I'll uh, Cousin Eddie... From National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, the yuppie neighbors, too. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy, he specifically, you know, sends the kids into the house so we can get it on with his wife and their, their beat up RV. Uh, uh, one other thing yes. every character from Love Actually. Uh huh. Yes. I'll, I'll say uh, Cousin Mel from Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer because she really wants that rich dick from Austin Bucks. Um, Miss Piggy in The Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, boy. For sure, because she's Miss Piggy. <laughs> and Miss Piggy uh, is horny and everything. <laughs> this, is, this is, I think this is the king of horny in Christmas. I think I found it. The dad from A Christmas Story. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought uh, you were going to say my next one, but that hit, motherfucker ahead. literally bought his wife a leg lamp. See, he didn't buy that lamp. He won it. It was a major award. Oh. Oh yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. He's the horniest guy. And she was very jealous. Uh the second Horniest guy is Chewbacca in the Star Wars uh, holiday special. <laughs> no, no, no. It would be like his, uh, like his dad, his grandfather. That's like watching, like holotape porn. Uh, Tim Allen in the Santa Claus movies is yeah. uncomfortably uh, horny. Fair. Very fair. Uh, I uh, would say Bob Cratchit from every version of A Christmas Carol. He's got all those mm-hmm. kids. He's getting it on. He's getting it on a lot. <laughs> Uh, throwing this out here because everybody forgets this Christmas movie, Batman Returns, Catwoman. Hell yeah! Yeah, really, yeah. like at least half the cast of that movie, the Penguin, who wanted to get it on with that chick in like his mayor campaign. Uh, and my art house pick is every member of the cast of Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut. Sure, oh, very true. Uh, very I, that's a, that's a Christmas say... movie yeah, about orgies. 
Uh, yeah, uh, Max Shrek in Batman Returns, maybe he doesn't. He doesn't Holy really shit! Do I forgot. Lot. Trading Places is a Christmas movie. You have both uh-huh. Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd in that movie. Very horny for Jamie Lee Curtis. Something we can all agree with. Uh, well, I was never horny for Jamie Lee Curtis. Coward. Never got that. <laughs> never. Coward. Um, Arthur from Arthur Christmas. I always got a weird vibe from him. What? How was he the horny <laughs> one in that? It, it, just a weird I vibe. Did I don't not, know what else to say no, for you. I never. I think <laughs> him and Grand Santa had something going on. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely not. <laughs> um. Now, Grand Santa, I will say, was probably horny. Do like how long has he gone without his Mrs. Claus? <laughs> you know he's got to get pretty lonely in his old age, right? And old people can get pretty, uh, pretty horny. Uh, there's this uh, Japanese movie called "Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence," and it's all about a homosexual relationship that fo- forms in a uh, American, uh, well, a Japanese prisoner of war camp in World War II, and it stars David Bowie. Uh, so I think that just by nature the plot alone lands on the list uh i was gonna mention uh jack skellington and uh yeah his girlfriend like sally Uh, jack Jack frost from santa claus (laughs) three is disturbing and also very horny yeah 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 that movie is atrocious I haven't seen the thing uh, in full since it was in theaters. I actually caught it on TV for a few minutes yesterday. I was like, "Wow!" I, I uh, this is gonna this is gonna upset some of you guys, but I would say Ziggy from Ziggy's Gift. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Ziggy was a cartoon. Yeah. Hopefully, somebody listens to this and understands the amazing deep pull I just made. Um. <laughs> I'll say Johnny Bravo from Johnny Bravo Christmas, but that's just Johnny Bravo. Uh, Donkey from Donkey's Christmas Shrektacular. Yes. Just <laughs> All right. I'm like going through a letterbox list of Christmas movies and picking up people. The Little, little Drummer Boy. No, that doesn't fit. No, he is not. Oh, wait, no. Jack Frost from the Bass uh, special was... The Rankin Bass, un- yeah. He pre- yeah, he... he- didn't he like not be a winter spirit anymore just to get laid? Yeah, it was like the little mermaid, except he still didn't get the girl. So, yeah, that so was like a... the original book, except he doesn't die. Um, I would say Heat Miser. Uh huh. I don't know why he doesn't make any I corny moves that. in the movie, but I just get that vibe. I could see that. Um, and oh. even Snow Miser, a little bit. Uh, Martini from All of the Other un- Reindeer. <laughs> I didn't get a horny vibe from All of the Other Reindeer. Really? From Martini. Really? Oh, God. The reason why I said Martini is that it's played by Joey Pants, my favorite <laughs> character actor. See, as someone who has seen this special and watches it every year, <laughs> I'll say it's I actually not, one of know. the best Christmas special. It is. It's in my top 20. Um, Adam Sandler and Eight Crazy Nights. Yes, I agree to that. Yeah. Okay. Bad movie. Whitey. Whitey. Uh, 
horny Whitey horny face. man <laughs> uh gonna throw this out here because the movie's terrible but it fits uh ben affleck's character from reindeer games okay oh, no. or michael keaton and jack frost <laughs> now we're talking oh my he came back from the dead to get laid uh, I will say I think her name was Elizabeth in A Christmas Carol. She she wanted that Ebenezer Dick, and she just couldn't get it because he was too busy worrying about his money. Um, I think it's best to ignore that. And move on. Yeah, now I'm I'm just going through all of these things that I've. Ne- mean Girls only has a Christmas scene. It is not a Christmas movie. Yeah, I don't consider that one. I was gonna say Rocky. No, yeah, Rocky is not a Christmas. I have. Rocky is not grown every time you've mentioned it. I think Rocky Four can Thank be a you. Christmas movie, but the horniest character in that movie is Polly, and he's fucking yep. the robot. Uh-huh. The robot for sure. Yeah. I think the horniest one is always Polly. Oh, true. I completely forgot. Les Miserables is technically a Christmas story because it takes place over the course of four separate years over four separate Christmases, and then I would have to say the horniest character in that. Might be uh, Marius Pontmercy, paid by Eddie Redmayne, who dies. Hey, Eddie Redmayne. Hey. <laughs> um, there's a horror movie version of Jack Frost where a serial killer takes over the body of this. Uh, uh, yeah. A snowman, and there's like a scene where he rapes somebody in a shower. So I think. By that alone, he counts on the list, but he, uh, we don't condone him. We just have to, it's facts. He is technically horny. Every Harry Potter movie has a Christmas scene. So over the total accumulation of Harry Potter books and movies, I think you get one Christmas movie. And if I was to put one character on that, it would be Ron. Oh. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I'd I, also I really, say Jenny. I, I really, I really feel for Ron in the fourth movie when the Russian hunk comes in and he can't stand a chance. Russian bastard. All right, Jose, we're tolerant on this show. <laughs> we're accepting of all kinds here. Right. Um, Jesus Christ superstar. I would, I, I would say Jesus Christ. That's a very horny Jesus Christ in that. That's more of an Easter movie, though, isn't it? Mm, yeah. I haven't seen it, but yeah, probably. What about uh, Rise of the Guardians? The Santa Claus from Rise seen of the that one either. That movie is painfully unhorny, and I will I refuse to yeah, watch it. Not not interesting enough. You know what movie I thought was really good that didn't get enough credit? Krampus. Oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'll say uh, Santa in Santa's sleigh is very horny. Uh, yeah, there's a scene um, where he goes to a strip club and also the preacher in that movie. Oh, wait. There's that special grandma gout ran over by a reindeer, and the granddad is unbearably horny for his like niece. I don't think he was horny for Cousin Mel. I think he was. We're talking about the cartoon, right? Yeah. 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 Ugh. That's the vibe I got. I did not get that. 
I I think he was definitely fine with being cuckolded by every dead celebrity when he sings that song about grandma spending Christmas with superstars. I, I think it kind of turned. I I kind of think it turned him on a bit. Um, yeah, I think he was totally okay with being cuckolded. And he, that for that reason alone, and my reason, he belongs on this list. Yeah, grandpa is a cuck. He's on the special cuck list of horny characters, along um, with, uh, I think his name was Hermie, the, the, the elf that wanted to be a dentist. I think if Curious George was more honest in its portrayal of a monkey, he'd belong oh, on this list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> does, no, does he have a Christmas special? He probably does. Yeah, he does. Okay. Uh, the Babadook, because there was a Babadook Christmas sh- special. Okay. I think we've about covered this base. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Actually, we're missing one key movie because it was Oscar nominated. Carol, an entire lesbian romance taking place over Christmas. I like All that. Right. Yeah. yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Freddie, Daphne, and Velma and the Scooby-Doo Haunted Holiday special. Sure. Uh, Just because of the general vibes of their characters. The main yeah. characters of Tangerine, which is a Christmas movie, uh, who the main characters are prostitutes. Oh, I was thinking uh, of the Tangerine Bear. <laughs> oh, like no. That, yellow, that, like, orange teddy bear. God. Oh, uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks from the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. Uh, we've all seen the meme, unfortunately, and it fits. Okay. Uh, Max in Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas when he brings a a girl home from college for Christmas and he doesn't I want agree Goofy entirely. to embarrass him in front of. Which Max Max as a teen or grown up always been horny. Okay, so I'm I'm scrolling down through this list and now they're getting me movies that have nothing to do with Christmas and I've seen them like House of a Thousand Corpses or The Conjuring Two. Or the nice guys. Yeah, the nice guys know. is literally Shane Black's only movie not taking place during Christmas. Right. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I think is, we've covered every Christmas movie. Ever. Yeah, this is starting to get good. into like some bad, bad choices Man, here. Unless we want to talk about stuff like uh, Judy Garland and Meet Me in St. Louis, or like a okay, Judy Fred Garland Astaire and Bing Crosby and Holiday Inn. Oh wait, White Christmas. I forgot about that yeah, one. White the Christmas. entire cast of White the Christmas. Cast. We wanna really dig down the the hole here. I was trying to figure out some way to mention Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, but that, that movie's not horny at all. I don't know, the Martians might have been horny, but eh, we never really saw not, it from not their really. perspective. They weren't very horny. Like Yeah, none of them uh, are very horny. No. I would say John Lithgow from Daddy's Home Two. Okay. <laughs> I'm just yeah, that's right. I'm just Both saying those that are Christmas movies. Yeah. Yeah, and all I'm saying is uh, the reason why I picked John Lithgow is look at John Lithgow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he daddy. Unfortunately, he is. Yep. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh shit! I forgot. Night of the Hunter was a a Christmas movie. So that's a deep dive. Nineteen like twenties. 
Oh, the ginger dead man. The what? The what? The ginger dead man. Have you not heard of that? No, I have not. It's what? by the guys that made the. It's by the same guys that made the turkey serial killer movie, where it's a possessed turkey. This time it's a possessed gingerbread man played by um. Ah, oh, Gary Busey, and um, <laughs> yes, it, it's 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 a travesty. It sucks. Uh, and I th- I say that we end this on a touching note, uh, Cody. Okay. Jung Wan from Christmas in August. That's not a Christmas movie. It is in my heart. I don't. Just because it has Christmas in the name of the movie. That movie is not a Christmas movie. It is in my heart. Now, would I say that he was horny? Yes. Would I say that that girl was horny? Yes. But no, not a Christmas movie. Nothing nothing kills a boner like terminal cancer. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) <laughs> when you said you wanted to end it on a touching note, I thought you were going to go in a horrible direction. Yeah, but uh, I, I can I, you for that. Yeah, I, I, I tried to be genuinely touching, and then Cody pooped on it. Is Frozen a Christmas movie? No, I don't think it is. No. Absolutely not. Not every it's movie not. that includes snow or ice is a Christmas movie, people. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't. I was getting that same vibe. I just think it's a winter movie. Does this mean Snow Dogs can now be legitimized as a Christmas movie? Nah. Wait, are you telling me Snow Dogs isn't a Christmas movie? Well, no, no it probably isn't. I don't remember <laughs> anything about that movie. Oh, we we actually forgot one really big guy, and that's uh, Billy Bob Thornton from the Bad Santa movies. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. He might be the king of horny uh, characters. Now that I'm thinking about for Christmas, because he graduates from horny to being Randy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think that's it. I think that's every. Yeah, I I yeah, think we pretty done. well covered the base here. Yeah. Uh, that's about what I had for this episode. But nice. um, first I want to mention uh this great t-shirt i have on is the first ever soft boys anonymous t-shirt that has been gifted to me by a fan of this show and friend of mine audra shout out to audra yeah she gifted me this soft boys anonymous shirt it's like this uh kind of like a carolina blue you know like your basic gilden Shirt here, very soft, very comfy. It's just got the logo on it and a and a microphone included. And uh, it is is it. I usually wear medium, and this was given to me as a large because she didn't know how the t-shirt manufacturer would work. Because you know there are plenty, plenty ones I've run into lately where the medium ends up being a bit small or just shrinks up all the way. So actually, this doesn't fit that bad as as a large so like i could wear this around so before i forget to mention this before we close out the show you can find us on apple podcasts on spotify anchor all that good stuff uh, anchor.fm slash soft boys with an i is 
where you can find all the podcast links to this, including Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, all that good stuff. And we are also on YouTube. You can find us at the Filmedia YouTube channel or type in Soft Boys Anonymous. You can find us any of those ways. We'll pop up immediately on YouTube. So, uh, oh, and we are on Twitter at SoftBoys underscore non. And you can even write to us, uh, filmmediapod at gmail.com. We are taking some, well, by the time this is out, we've already gotten all our questions. Because next episode, we're going to be doing uh, some Q&A, loosely holiday-themed, with our next guest here, who shall remain unnamed, because I actually don't know what he wants to go by on this show. Because he said he he wanted something for himself, so I'm uh, going to let him go with whatever bit he has planned is this who i think it is yeah the bitchy one. Oh yeah the what person with the record size of smallest wiener yep <laughs> it's truly incredible if you guys had a video podcast and say show it because you actually can't see it so you wouldn't get uh any strikes you wouldn't get flagged yeah 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 oh my god uh, botanized all right, so we'll be doing that, and we'll also be trying to recast uh, a couple of holiday classics. So that will be very fun to do. And, uh, well, you know what? I will end it on this uh, one last thing here because I didn't have room for it uh, elsewhere. I didn't know where to stick it. So let's just talk about it now. Uh, who, who do you think needs a Christmas special next? That hasn't gotten one. Uh, I, John Mulaney has one coming out, so that would have been my original answer. Ah. Uh, I would say because I think it would be fascinating to watch. I think I'd want to see a comedy special from Dave Chappelle. Yeah, like that's a good one. Like a Christmas comedy special from Dave Chappelle. Took the words right out of my mouth. It would be like a comedy. I think he would have to do some skits for it. Uh, my first pick for one who would need a Christmas special is Borat. <laughs> I, I wonder if Shaster Baron Cohen will ever dust off that character. Probably not, but he, if he does, do a Borat Christmas. Uh, Avatar, we gotta see how the Navi celebrate their holidays. <laughs> That's what everyone wants to see, right? Uh, no. Uh, I had this idea. Gone Girl. A Gone Girl Christmas. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm down. Uh, I, 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 Roseman Pike. Whew. Just how messed up that would be. I could watch oh, her do great. anything, man. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> I, I will say one of the hottest things I've ever seen in film is her covered in uh, Neil Patrick Harris's blood. That was... <laughs> that was attractive because i've i've thought of killing neil patrick harris and oh, when she whoa, did it, whoa, whoa. i was like yo whoa. my girl okay any 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 picks jose uh i was gonna say uh i was gonna say uh trevor noah i love trevor noah okay he, he'd be good um and, and uh dave Chappelle. like i said you took the words right out of my mouth and john but, stewart well, but uh, i was gonna say uh eddie murphy and he has a special coming out on Netflix soon. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I would say Eddie Murphy would be good. I John Stewart would be nice. I also say John Oliver. Yes, John Wick. Yes. Uh, a John Wick Christmas. I would watch. I don't that. think we can beat that. Immediately. John Wick. Especially my other ideas definitely don't beat it, like a uh, old boy Christmas and a uh, human centipede Christmas. Oh, no. Yeah, n- neither of those beat the John Wick Christmas. Or, I'd uh, want to see a John Wick Christmas. Spider Man Home for Christmas. <laughs> I'd only watch that for um, my my aunt May. She would immediately become horniest Christmas character. Uh-huh. Yes. We're happy with, Hogan. W- with most tragic taste in men. Yeah. Well, we don't know what Ben looks like. We do not know what Uncle Ben looks like. He could maybe, be maybe he could be really hot. I don't know. Uh Uncle Ben played by Gary Busey. That would not do anything. <laughs> that would just cement her bad taste. I mean, if it would be an upgrade, you know. Gary uh, Busey ooh. to John Favreau, Nicholas Cage. That that is a downgrade, sir. What? How <laughs> dare? How's that a downgrade? Oh, I'm Cage saying a downgrade. I'm saying from going from being married to Nick Cage to John Favreau is a downgrade. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you were saying Nicholas Cage was a downgrade from Gary Busey. Nicholas Cage is the sexiest male actor of all time. Okay, uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. Oh, John Travolta's Uncle Ben. Oh, uh, uh, fanatic era. Yeah, fanatic, fanatic era. era John, John Travolta. Travolta. <laughs> hey, he needs he needs uh, another career revival because yeah. God knows he's in the weeds right now. <laughs> Gosh, is he in the weeds? It's, Maybe it, uh, it's sad. Maybe uh, Nick Cage and Travolta should do another team up movie. Yes, like face yeah. off. Too. I don't care how terrible it is. Yes, I would love a face off too. That would be not a face off. I don't. I don't need to see another one of that. But just <laughs> something else. <laughs> uh, maybe not face off, but maybe another movie by John Woo starring the both of them. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Because I feel like that would be really great. Just John Travolta's out of shape ass trying to do action now. Hey, Chow Yun Fat did it. And his name is literally Fat. <laughs> ah. Right. No, Chow Yun Fat's a badass. Well, I got nothing. I got yeah, nothing that's, that's pretty much I the end of the show. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Of course. And thanks for Knox coming in and helping us create pure audio cancer, as he always does. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yep. Nothing else. Jose, you got any parting words? Uh, I would like to uh, say uh, thank you, Knox, for uh, being a guest. Uh I would also would like to thank Cody because uh, he's working very hard. This episode is happening right now on the 16th, and we have another episode we're doing tomorrow, so he's going to be working overtime on this uh, shit. It's, it's the 17th. 
Oh, the seventeenth. Yeah, those will come out on the eighteenth. So if if you're hearing this now, uh, just know that Cody has spent a long time cutting out every single time I talked about big anime titties. You and didn't even. That's mention. a lot of work. <laughs> you didn't even. It's a lot. Anime a, a lot of. Uh, uh, it was a lot of work for Cody and you guys. Oh, you mean the Taylor guys, Swift yeah. bit? Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's been the show. Go and follow us on all the things, and uh, subscribe and share the show around. Helps us grow. And next time we'll be doing some recasting and holiday Q and A with. Uh, guest who shall not be named because I don't know what he wants to be called on the show yet uh, so with that I'll see you next time stay soft stay, stay slutty uh, yeah stay soft and slutty with those big anime titties <laughs> it's very important <laughs>